Hey, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where sisters Alex and Sarah Franklin bring on comedians to recap Bachelor episodes and reflect on their own journey with Bachelor Nation. Enjoy! Ready to tell it all, Alex? Yes, I am ready to tell it all. And um, we are so excited this week um, because uh, we have a man to help us explain it all. We all, you gotta have a man for men tell all. Uh, do you ever? <laughs> if there's one thing we need, it's a man to tell us all. <laughs> we need him to tell it all. Um, I'm expe- I'm especially excited for this man um, because uh, the listeners have been requesting him yeah you guys request him every season all season um i don't know if it's actually just like the guys that i went to grade school with that are (laughs) obsessed with him (laughs) from the philadelphia area (laughs) that messaged me about it on instagram um or that he's just a very charming gentleman who has a lot of information on the bachelor and is is dedicated yeah I know that for sure. Yes, we really appreciate his commitment to the franchise and to the series and to our friendship. He once said Tyler C. could live in his house. (laughs) You know him? You love him? Please welcome on Mike, Michael Levin. Woo! I've never been called a man so many times in my life. (laughs) What a shocking term. Shocking term. This is delightful. Thank you guys for having me back. Yes, we're so happy that you are back. We really do. We get mentions. Are you getting, are you seeing the mentions when they tag you I don't, on Twitter? I don't know. I don't think so. I, <coughs> my, is it just my mom under different accounts? Just dying to hear my bachelor takes. This it, is could, like, it could be her mother. Yes. This is just like, she's like, this is how I, I connect with him and identify his, <laughs> what he's looking for in a relationship and how he judges other men. I could see that that being the case. For Does sure. she, is she a fan of the bachelor? No, but she okay. will follow me to any podcast that I go on. I think. Aww. Come on. I am melted. Come on. Uh, <laughs> I am melted. Mike, what do you think of the season? So, okay. Um, oh, okay. Now I'm worried. We're strapping in. Get no, out of here. <laughs> no, listen. I, I think it started off pretty vanilla. I thought the men at the beginning were indistinguishable from each other. And I usually take a lot of pride. It shows you my value system and how many things I have going for me <laughs> that I take a lot of pride of knowing every name or almost every name very quickly. Yeah, you're very good at it. I'm horrible. And I just didn't have it this year. It took me so long before I knew who anybody was really, aside from Peter, who Alyssa, my girlfriend, did go to middle school with. Um, but I would say about the midway point, once the like sort of, you know, runoff guys were gone. It got really good. And then the last few episodes have been, in my opinion, the best stretch in Bachelor history. Yeah, I I think think this is the best Bachelorette season we have ever had. I really do think that. I get what you're saying about the guys. I was, I've been saying this is the most respectful mental all I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. So uh, like, they're all just friends. They're like, 
for the most part, they're all good guys. Like, I do think that Hannah got a good batch. Um, Some crazy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think the weird thing is, because we were all following along and being like, how can she keep Luke there this long? How is this possible? He's so clearly, obviously, he's a different person, not around her, but he's also a shithead to her and in her vicinity. And if, if enough guys tell you that everybody hates him, then they are probably right. Like you, you just kind of buy in. And so I've been wanting him to be gone for so long, but weirdly, unlike most villain seasons, when you're like enough with the villain, enough with the villain, it, we sort of like hung on long enough to sort of lap that part of it. The, like when you get tired of it, and I think it's made the last few episodes as good as it is because she kept him around that long. I it's- agree. Um, so I I found what she said last night incredibly compelling mm-hmm. because she sort of knew that she was this dark horse of a bachelorette because I think everybody assumes it's going to be somebody in your top four and Kaylin was just probably a more conventional person for it to be. Um, and I think she did have a lot of insecurity about being the bachelorette. And we were stalking Luke on Instagram last night because I think we've all had this question in our heads. Like, why would she keep this guy around? Even first night, like people were like, oh, he's gross. And first episode, he's like saying, I'm starting to fall in love with you already. Or yeah. First week or whatever. So I guess like uh, upon their first meeting, this is what Luke said in their Instagram. And this sort of helped give me context as to why their connection happened so quickly. Um, I think uh, so he she had a uh, Bible verse um, uh, like Proverbs like 316 or something as her um, like Instagram bio and he gave her like a bracelet with that proverb number. So I think they initially like really connected on faith. It's which actually is something that's really meaningful. To it her. wasn't just that she also from that from Proverbs quoted that in Colton season saying like I want to be like I want to live my life an honorable woman and he's like oh and I recognize that from the Bible verse yeah so I think that's probably what established their connection and then couple that with her deep-seated insecurity that nobody was going to be into her that's what ended up like that's why he had such longevity Um, and I think you're right and I actually was listening to a podcast that Chris Harrison was on today the producers were really worried that the audience was going to get Luke fatigue so they fully kept trying to push her out and it was just like you got to get rid of Luke oh my gosh and she she refused she's like no I got to keep him around so that's why the entire crew the entire like kept thinking that Luke was going to be the person at the end because they kept trying to like signal her like, OK, come on. Like they kept trying to nudge her like, OK, I think we're done here. The audience is going to get completely over it. And she stuck to her gun. She kept him around. And to your point, Mike, we got the best last couple weeks of television we've seen in quite some time. And the best payoff from sending a villain home ever. Yeah. Ever. It was perfect. And you got to see her shine in that moment, too. Yeah. Moving the podium was such a she's <sighs> she's such a uh, look. So I think on a on a hanging out level she's like she's britney spears like Alyssa calls her britney spears she's she's a little dumb like she has a dumb interpersonal level because she's like goofy and weird and like says dumb shit and like occasionally doesn't know how to make a toast like she has those things but i think on like an emotional intelligence level when she really like tries to like dig down on something i think she's incredibly insightful Mm -hmm. and and very smart and in tune with like how to process emotions and how and how people are working through things and and she was you could tell how frustrated with she was with luke who is just a total robot yeah yeah 
That's so true. They operate like completely different animals. He's just like beep boop bop bop. <laughs> what did God say? <laughs> I do have one controversial thing. Um, I think the ring he picked out was gorgeous. Uh, I'm I glad didn't he didn't it. show it to her. They did like a little close up of it when he was in the van, and it was like it was like a very dainty band and kind of the band, the metal piece of it had like a lot of intricacies mm. going on with a nice little pretty diamond, nothing over the top. Do you it was think he very tasteful? Do you think he got that from Neil Lane or is that like, an no, off, it did off not brand? look like a Neil Lane. Sure. Probably like, yeah, I don't know. His dead grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> Where they were in Greece, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he just like run to a local Greek jeweler and be like, <laughs> I'll take whatever you have. Like a pawn shop. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, Luke is such an interesting. I know we're we're sort of in memoriaming Luke here. A little no, bit, I love but, that. But he's I I I genuinely have never seen anything like him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he knows the meaning of any of the words that he's using. Mm-hmm. It's as if he's just like pulling things at random mm-hmm. out of thin air and being like, "Hmm, cl- closure is a word I've heard before. I guess I'll just keep saying it." <laughs> and then she'll be like, "Well, no, you didn't. I, I don't have an example, but like, no, you don't want that." And he's like. Okay. Well, the exact opposite of that. Like, there was, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. no like he doesn't he doesn't cling to any of the words he's using because he doesn't know the meaning of any of them. Yeah. He, about dumb. He's, I think he is the definition of a horrible communicator. And I think actually I I think he's highly problematic, but I think some of his thoughts are sincere. Like I think it would bother me if the person I was going to spend my life with had slept with somebody like prior to us potentially being engaged. I think that conversation is a meant for private Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, and B should not have been spewed out in probably one of the most condescending ways that I possibly. Yeah. There's a difference between like asking, you know, someone that, yeah, you're getting engaged to kind of these intimate things um, and saying that if you did them, that means that you're wrong and you're a bad person. Yeah, and, and you just oh, around. you probably just slipped up. You just probably messed did this, up, made a yeah. mistake, or if boneheaded you, mistake. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's just a very clearly, incredibly controlling guy, mm-hmm. and is using his religion as a crutch to, you know, basically abuse women. And I actually exactly. really liked how Hannah addressed this um, when she came back from mental all, like, you know saying you know i know that i'm a woman of faith and i'm a christian and i understand that like people will use my faith my religion as a way to like judge and condemn other people and just like and that's not that's not what it means to me it means to like love thy neighbor as thyself and like not be judgmental and learn from mistakes and all of that. And yeah, so I actually think I really appreciated the way that she addressed it. And you can't cherry pick like what's a more bad sin. No, no. Right. Like it's like, it seems weird that you would be like, well, if you had sex, then wow, you are a bonehead. But if I speak to you and, and abuse and emotionally abuse you, that's okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Him saying like, I I was willing, I'm willing to fight through anything for you. And being like, well, the thing you're willing to fight through is like her feelings. Yeah. <laughs> like you want to fight with her opinions <laughs> <Yeah>. of you. <laughs> if you think I'm a fucking the worst guy in the world, I don't care. Because I'm <laughs> fighting through that. If you tell me to leave, I'll fight through that. If you call security, I'll fight through those guys. It's <laughs> like nobody wants so you around, man. Like right. that's not like an honorable thing. You know what mm-hmm. I thought was so weird during this whole rose ceremony? 
all the guys, great. They stand up. They're like, get out of here, man. No means no. They stepped up. They were men. That was great. But then they were like celebrating. And then I was like, no, dudes, one of you is also about to go home. Like that was like so weird to me. I think we're at the point where all three of these guys care more about Luke going home than they yep. care about their relationships with him. I think they all care about their relationships with each other more than they care about their relationships. Yeah, it, it, it is forged a bond. With the other guys of having a com common enemy. Common enemy brings people Always together. Hurt. Always. Oh my gosh, does it ever? Um, I thought it was also funny trying to watch these guys process what was happening because they didn't know. So good. They she didn't send him know home. that he had sent him home. So when they stepped in line, they were just like, because we were all dying. Like the audience, yeah. you could see the live, the audience catching. We the were screaming. We were screaming, was screaming when he stepped back in line, and they had no idea. So when Hannah was like telling him to go, and he wasn't. Tyler was like, come on, man, just get back in line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Tyler. Yeah. We were like, no, 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 Tyler, in the car. <laughs> like, come on, man, get back in line. She's like, yeah, she's like, no, not line. There were a bunch of funny reactions. I thought Jed actually gave a bunch of good reactions for that because he clearly is affected by this on a deep level that he just, I'm not a Jed guy, but he really oh, hates God. Luke. Well, who is a Jed sure. guy? But he was at least giving very funny reactions of like mouths open, like looking so excited and Tyler's like kind of figuring it out. And then you cut to Peter and he's just like staring straight ahead, like thinking about a frozen pizza or something. <laughs> yeah, guys, like I don't think, I don't think Peter like came to until he realized that Jed and Tyler were trying to back Luke off and he was like, oh yeah, me too, me too, me yeah. too. Peter's <laughs> on a different show. There is just nothing there for Peter. I think he's a sweet guy. I, I feel for Alyssa that he didn't ask her out in middle school. Me too. But man, there is just... It <laughs> that is was a, really rude of him. It is an empty Tupperware container <laughs> inside of his brain. There's just nothing there. I'm blown well, away by it every time I see it. He's Alex, perfect for the show. You have... He's perfect. You, he, Alex said it. He probably has a huge... I did not say that. Was that not you? It's <laughs> not me. Oh, maybe I could see him else. having a huge, a huge <laughs> dick. Maybe somebody else said that to the, me. The flat confidence of someone. So it was like, he's got to have one because sure. of all the reasons you just said. Yeah, the, and they have been dry humping all season <laughs> that she knew it was there. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. I, I did say it. How much cloth like do you need <laughs> in between a dry hump to be able to tell how what, what he's packing? Two, two jeans? Yes. Yeah. You Not can't much. really tell from a dry hump. Oh, interesting. <laughs> um here's where we cue like our uh ancestors to keep us oh our ancestors <laughs> um you can't really tell because you're not really like getting the full scope sure i think if someone's in basketball shorts and you're in a dress you can tell that's probably that's probably it. i can mm. see that Okay, but, which is but, basically what was happening on the boat, right? But Jean on Jean, it's just like some Something. like well, piece of mass is touching get me. Get in the way. Sure, that's tough. It's a they, piece of mass. Zippers make yeah. it very confusing, and it's also like the, what's the point of contact <laughs> unless you're getting unless you're flat onto someone and having the full scope of it, then you're only getting like you know sometimes a third. Of contact and but, the rest is just on your own gene. But and who's to say what's a third at that point? That's right. <laughs> you couldn't know. Is that yeah, possible you know, to know? Thing. But guys, she's dry humping a lot when they're in suits. And I argue that mm, dress pants are very thin pants. They are. And those zippers are very small. They're yep. not like jean zippers. They're nope. very thin. Mm -hmm. And she's always in like a gown. She always has to hike it up. <laughs> 
She has hiked it up quite a few times in the season. But I imagine she's got a pretty good read on all of those D's yeah. before the fantasy suite. There's, de- there's definitely like, an, like a list of like a picture of faces on the wall to make sure she remembers each guy's name. And she's just writing like how much of a girth is there for each of them. Just be like, eh, for Garrett, just put, you know, uh, uh, good enough. Like that. <laughs> Good enough will get you to final. Good six. enough will get you to the final six for sure. <laughs> There's nobody was nobody was getting there on on a uh, subpar. No, no, no. She. I'm also realizing Hannah was very strategic if she had anything to do with planning these dates because there were multiple opportunities to at least get a sense outside of the dry hump. A when they were in speedos and dancing. Mm. B when they were in their kilts and mm-hmm. they weren't allowed to wear underwear underneath. Wait, yeah. they didn't wear underwear? Did we no, know that? because if you wear no, that's why they have the black box. If you wear underwear under a kilt, it's considered a skirt. So they're all just what? commando under those. Up. They played rugby in kilts, commando. And is the worst thing in the world? It's it's easier to show your bare asshole and under <laughs> underballs. Than it is to be wearing a skirt, accused of wearing a skirt, even. Also, the shame. Also, not guys, imagine being ashamed. That is also so dangerous. Yes. I mean, uh, guys, now I'm seeing the whole Luke Pete Luke fight in a very new way. That did light. not happen. Should. That did not happen when they were in skirts. It happened. Kilts. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> no, that happened when they were playing. So- like there was two different. The soccer one, yeah, different like, athletic. Okay. The rug, oh. the soccer thing was different than when they were like wrestling. Right. But I mean, very easy. <laughs> I mean, in you rugby. could just grab anything and then hurt them and then take them down. Wrestling. Very, it's it's easy, even by accident, even not an intentional mm-hmm. nut grab for like half a ball to get rolled up into something, and then you're screwed. <sighs> oh, I feel so bad. That's for a these hospital guys. visit. They've been through a lot of pain. Do you think that's why Kevin actually went to the hospital? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really good. <laughs> His nut got ripped He's off. Like, My nose got <laughs> hurt. <laughs> Who's Kevin? Right. I, I know. don't remember. No, me either. He made her. The only reason I remember him is they made her. She made him like one of the first nights they uh, cam interrupted them and made him come into the um, chicken finger circle. With oh, him. Yes, chicken yes, finger yes. Kevin. <laughs> That's right. Um, OK, so my burning question is who's going home out of these three guys left? The I've champions, as they saw themselves yeah. right before they were sent home. <laughs> who's I've, going home. I've bounced back and forth a lot. I think. Conventional wisdom is probably that it's Tyler because <sighs> she didn't have sex because she didn't have sex with him. But I don't know that I agree with that because I think she maybe expected that going into fantasy suites, mm-hmm. but then he handled it so well and She's rolled like, well, with now it. Well, I've got to have sex. With yeah, <laughs> for sure. There's something, something to be said for like leaving on a high note and like, and having wanting something more mm-hmm. um, versus like, you know, sex with Jed might've been just, you know, eh, whatever. I also think that, Seeing Tyler, so in the during the podium move, or I guess right before the podium move, uh, Hannah was like, "Fine, I'll say it in front of these guys." You said I have had sex, and and there's they keep cutting to Tyler, and he's like, "Oh fuck, oh no, God, oh shit, she's realized, am I the only one that she didn't fuck here? Is that is that what's happening?" And that was pretty devastating for me. He but was I like, was You're proud such of him. A joke, man. Yeah, she, but I was proud of him for how he handled fuck. almost everything this season. I'm very, I know. I know I've heard your pre-Tyler, pre-bed 
pre nighttime Tyler C routine, mm-hmm. uh, and I commend you for it, Thank and would you. would have done the same. Um, <laughs> you you could have. I could have for sure. Um, <laughs> but I think from a male, per- I think Tyler C is the best version of of the kind of guy that would be on this show. He's been great, total support. And she should end up smoking hot and smoking hot. Oh, guys! By oh, guys, the way, she's not gonna pick him. I'm so uh, scared. Side note. Here we go. Oh, All the women can ne- like your fantasies will never come true about Tyler because breaking news Gigi Hadid requested to follow him on Instagram and then he requested to follow her back so, so it's all it's over. over it's are they over for both private no or they just started following they just, each oh, okay. each other. I was gonna say like what a, <laughs> what a juicy detail um yeah so, somebody captured it it's all over you guys once a Hadid gets to mint oh. yeah good for him though man he's <laughs> he's rode this Hadid thing <laughs> he's rode this thing pretty well Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, whether, obviously, whether he becomes the bachelor or not, because I don't think that she's going to pick him. He is going to have he's going to be just fine. Yeah. What would you rather do? Be the bachelor or date Gigi Hadid? Date Gigi Hadid. I think I agree. I think be the bachelor. Oh, because right. I'm not, I mean, oh, come soup, on. I think there's something <laughs> so fun in that you date Gigi Hadid for six months and then it's like you're on to some other Instagram You're right. girl. You probably have more longevity in your career being The Bachelor. I think there's career longevity. I think Ben Higgins is proving that you can make a career out of it and not seem like a slimy guy for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, he even has used it for good. Yeah. Coffee stuff, right? That's your, you guys are excited about <laughs> that still? coffee. There you go. Of course I'm still excited <laughs> okay. about it. Um, but I just think, I think be, something about being the star of the show as you're, as you're on the show... Uh, as one of the contestants, like it really uh, has to appeal to you. Being you like, oh, get they get everything so well. for sure. Like they get everything. They get to do this. They get to be in charge. You, you, I'm sure it's like terrifying once you're on there, as Hannah like came out and said and 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 opened up in a really real way. Um, but it's got to feel like I fucking want to do that. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to do what I want to do. That sounds great. Very recently, I did think about what it would feel like to be like I'm the Bachelorette, and I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That felt good. That's good. <laughs> what? How would you be as a bachelorette? I think you'd I'm, be great. Thank you so much. I think that I would be too. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I'd be a really good contestant. That that like I really think that I'd be good like contest at, like being a contestant, making friends, going on paradise. I feel mm-hmm. like that would probably be my like more of my route. Um, just because I don't think I'm like the masses type i'm some people's type but i'm not like the masses type so i think it'd be harder for me to get the bachelorette gig but and i would cave in to myself (laughs) 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 i don't think that's experience i don't think i would uh, excel in this environment i think i've said it before but i would be a terrible contestant because i'd be i would have a tough time not getting roped into arguments with the villain yeah, yeah, I would yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. I would go in being like don't do it don't do it don't do it but then i would absolutely be like you fuck you idiot you're stupid None of your logic makes any sense. And here's why. And then as I'm saying it, I'm like, oh God, I'm I'm fucking It's the kiss I'm of fucking death. Luke S right now. Yeah. What am I what's happening? Fighting just, the villain is the kiss of death. I'm Blake yeah. from the from the Waboom season. That guy. Ooh, That's I'd be that I'd be tough. I'd be I would I regret it. I don't. <laughs> but I do I, I I do empathize with with the feeling. But I do think I'd be a good bachelor. I think I'd be good at it. 
Yeah. I think you oh, would too. I think actually, I think you'd make a really good bachelor. It's Sarah. just be having to get there. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, because you, I think I could see you compart- being able to like compartmentalize and think about things like logically and emotionally. Um, I would cave into myself <laughs> <laughs> again uh, in both experiences. Uh, I feel like I hate to say this. I feel like I'd be like an Annalise or something. Oh, my God. I see it. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I lo- Alex, I love you. I totally see it. <laughs> and respect it, by the way, because normal human beings should. It's not the right circumstance to be. Mike, mean that is not what you should have said. <laughs> Mike, that, was, that was the meanest thing no, anyone's I, ever look, said. On agreeing this with someone is always the right situation. <laughs> uh, no, you'd be more charming and, and significantly less pathetic. But I could see the worst version of me being doing an Annalise thing where I'm just like you start to like hold on to it and be like wait where's it like grains of sand just like slipping through your fingers like i can't get it back i can't regain control of of what's happening i'm yes. the fucking idiot of the show that's what i re- like would relate to like the like oh i had it and then like not knowing how to handle it if it like slips away for a second yeah. mm-hmm. I, think. I think it makes you a normal person oh thanks in a good way not in like a basically <laughs> i'm a big fan of yours alex i was i love the podcast Aww. love the show first time on <laughs> Well, we really want to get into the whole mental all. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Uh, but first, we want to tell you guys about our new sponsor. We are so excited to be partnering with FabFitFun. FabFitFun <laughs> uh, is a women's lifestyle subscription box filled with full-size premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home, and tech products sent straight to your doorstep each season. All the boxes retail for $49.99, but from the value you get from all the products, it always is a value of over $200. Yeah, and right now, you can get your first box for $10 off if you use our code bachelor we're so excited to receive our summer boxes just in time for bachelor in paradise (laughs) (laughs) we've already taken a sneak peek at what's inside and there are so many awesome things there's living proof styling cream grace and stella rose spray a silicone wine glass that won't shatter when you inevitably drop it at the sight of dean's new mustache yeah they basically have it all um again you can get our first box for ten dollars off with our code bachelor now let's talk about mental all. Let's do it. Okay. Man, please tell. <laughs> Explain. Well, in my experience as man, uh, I do you see you were saying earlier that they're that they're good guys. And I do think that for the most part, they're the best version of guys that would be on a reality television dating show to promote their brand. Um and it but it's been interesting over because my I've said this before, but my my first season was Ben Higgins. Mm-hmm. And so I just missed Caitlin. So I didn't get to experience all the slut shaming. Mm. Um, it was I, crazy. Yeah, but I've obviously <laughs> heard about it and, and people have reflected on it and stuff. But it I was think more environment. Like it was it was it, she wasn't slut shamed within the show. Oh, really? Yeah, it was it was the outside environment. It was actually right when Instagram actually started taking off like for businesses Mm. i would say like that was like the year that instagram kind of became a way to make money so that like all the girls coming off of chris soul season caitlin being one of them were the first people to really make themselves brands from this show Mm. so she had like this huge following so it was like people writing at her and tweeting at her all this like gross stuff interesting Sorry, but I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but I just think how far we've come as a bachelor society mm. to where there really is like everyone on stage at Tell All, aside from Luke, was trying to demonstrate how 
the most feminist they are (laughs) (laughs) and just accumulating like woke equity and trying to get points from Chris Harrison and the audience and applause points for that. And I think that's look the, the right thing to do. I think they have the right opinions, but it was, I just, I'm noting how different it seems like reality television has come. Uh, did you happen? Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Did you happen to catch Dylan's quote? <laughs> uh, I believe at one point he was like, "Hey man, it's 2019. 2019. You can't treat women like this." 2013, <laughs> like, fucking kill him. Doesn't party. even matter. <laughs> Throw him in the back of your trunk. Nobody would bat an eye. But 2019. Now that's that, a different now story. Now we're treating him with respect, everyone. <laughs> the Bachelor always has like in the recent years with like the paradise scandal with Corinne and everything like, so right. it's kind of skirted this line of it's like, is this being done in like the most professional best of ways? Or should we just be happy that like the conversations happening and now it's like getting to reach a lot of people right. who maybe otherwise wouldn't be having these conversations. Right. I mean, you remember the, when I guess it, it must have been paradise when Chris Harrison sat everybody down and was like, let's talk about consent. Yeah. And how mm-hmm. we did. Okay. And we were like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we had you on that episode. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah. Uh, that was so ridiculous because like what the right thing in that moment would have been to have like an outside person, like maybe sure. a professor. Oh my God. Or- I would have loved if they had brought in like, yes, a college professor, yeah. mm-hmm. maybe someone with a PhD. Yeah. Here's Rebecca Traster to talk about, real consent and what hmm. uh, okay male female dynamics are yeah and it was just no it's chris harrison who's an executive producer of the show just trying to get up, get off <laughs> god free but i do think that it was it, there's they've always paid lip service to like wanting to be this more progressive thing mm-hmm. and like they're like okay we're having rachel uh as our first black bachelorette but it didn't really get good ratings so we'll go back to the other thing and we're opening up kaylin as like she's gonna open up to this thing and we're gonna treat this moment really sweetly but then we're not going to pick her. And so everyone sort of seemed like, well, maybe this is just going to be the like back to their roots bachelorette of like, here's a dumb hot girl, whatever. And Hannah just surprised people with being, I think really smart and handling things in a, in a, in a well thought out way. I think that that's why this season was so good and so compelling is because she was a total surprise. And I had a lot of people like in my life saying, I'm not going to watch this season because she bugs the shit out of me. Yes, like I can't same. listen to her. And I was, and I told them, I said, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice cause you are missing one of the greatest bachelorettes of all time. And you don't want to not be a part of that conversation. Thank I feel sorry that. for you. Not me. Then no, I know I'm <laughs> speaking in your voice. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's also just a, such a 180 from Becca who, mm-hmm. not that she's like, a I bad mean, just person talk about anything. the like basic. Yes, just Blandsville. Mm. Like I have one catchphrase, and I'm going to say it eight eight times <laughs> an episode. Yeah, great person. I'm sure we'd be great friends in real life. Happy for her and Garrett. They seem really happy. Oh, not my favorite bachelor. Yeah. Um, I love this though. moment when Devin. Oh, her that finale was, was okay. It was Ari's. Finale. Ari's finale. Ari's finale was. That, I mean, best moment in reality television history still yeah, yeah. no I, I mean the split screen television uh, history anything uh, all the of split it. screen was I, it was inspirational I've gone back and just watched it same which like, is where were sick you? on my part <laughs> <laughs> because that's someone's life getting destroyed on national television which ultimately is better for her but still I loved 
every minute oh. of it. I was like, what a delight. knowing that it was going to happen, I was like, this is disgusting. This is horrible. And then while it was happening, I was like, this is the smartest thing this show's ever done. <laughs> um, I do need to mention Devin walking out, um, feeling like it was his place to go out and put Luke P in his place. Uh, but him taking a moment to say, I understand what it's like being young and thinking that you're right. He is two years older than Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Really good. Luke is 25. He is 27. Hey, man, I remember how I felt a couple of months ago <laughs> when I was in your exact position. It was 2018. You could, <laughs> you could say shit you to could women. You could just slap girls. It wouldn't matter. It was totally fine. <laughs> now, all changed. Uh, are We're on the other side of the line here, everyone. <laughs> um, but Chris Harrison was like, get the fuck out of here. Why are you here? <laughs> Um, that was also funny because, or it wasn't funny, but the one thing that it sort of did bring out, um, because it brought up this issue or he pointed out the issue of control that Luke has or what he thinks is the right way to conduct himself in a relationship was, which is by controlling somebody. And then Chris asked him, which this to me was the most chilling moment of the episode. Mm. He asked him, do you feel like you, like your ideal woman is one that you can keep in a doll case. That's just like basically your feminine ideal. And he was just like, I would never want to control a woman. And then he pregnant paused for, I believe 80 seconds. And he got a slow pan up his arm. Uh, and then he was like, but it is a man's job to guide a woman in a relationship. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, how that's literally how rape happens. Like There is a lot of like, I think with Luke, even he can feel the way society is going again, 2019. Um, <laughs> but he, it is du- in direct conflict with the things he thinks. And it mm-hmm. seems like the people that he talks to and cares about uh, also think as well. It seems like there's when he, when he has those long 80 second pregnant pauses, uh, it seems like he's very uh, dutifully and in a, in a very, uh, non-surreptitious way just waiting for someone to tell him what to say in an earpiece like he's, he's just like please and you okay like, he, like his eyes go up and he's okay. listening 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 all right i can remember this and now i'm gonna say it and it's it's so bizarre i've never intercounted i don't know look i don't know what how i'm gonna end sentences i never do i'm in the middle of one right now i don't know where it's gonna end but it seems you landed like landed it uh, nope, oh, i'm scared not done still going still going but it seems like he's he speaks with the conviction and purpose and like almost moxie of someone that's trying to like be on a network drama, like a scripted drama, but only having the first half of the lines. (laughs) And so he's like, I'm doing this and it's an important thing. Fuck, 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 fuck. Oh God. I know exactly. Ah! He does it all of the time. All the time. And he did that thing. He did it. He was just like, I 100% was genuine. (laughs) And I know for a fact (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that I was genuine. <laughs> what do I know for a fact? Oh, <laughs> racking my brains. Things I know for a fact. I'm a human man. Things uh, I know for facts. Things I know. Was, for uh, anything uh, could be. You know, the mall is uh, good. What? Uh, it gets colder when you go up, <laughs> to, up a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> he just starts says has no idea where he's going with him, and he'll just say, "I know." He'll say, "I was genuine," and I know for a fact that genuine. Is what I was. It's <laughs> just the same. Like, well, you don't need to do both parts of that sentence. You got the one was the same. I will say, uh, recently in a uh, argument with my new husband, I did a pregnant pause <laughs> for this, like with the same. And it like didn't know what you were going to say. Exactly was like I started a sentence. I was like, well, actually, the way I feel 
<laughs> and then I like came out with it and he just stared at me the entire time. He, w- he waited for it? And he waited. Okay. And this is going to be good. Yeah. And it wasn't. And I got to say, Luke, <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. If me and Alyssa but ever take a pregnant pause, it's just an opportunity for someone else to jump in and interrupt them. <laughs> Uh, Adam is very patient. <laughs> Wait, but it's like it didn't pay off, I, and it's more of me just being like, "Yes, what do I know for a fact?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's doing. He's doing uh, his best. So I really felt like uh, kinship with Luke in that moment. Yeah, I hear you. Someone I thought handled Luke really well during Mentel All was uh, Connor. And he kind of started it off um, saying like, oh, you know, I'll say this one respectful thing. I know like I I actually do respect you for coming tonight because you were like walking into the lion's den. But Mm -hmm. you like but just fuck you. Like he did say that. And that was awesome. And then at the end, when uh, Luke did his apology, you know, it could have just gone on and on and on with the fighting and you're a liar and whatever. And Connor just wrapped it up and he was like yeah we support you whatever you do after and once we see you change we're going to be able to accept your apology exactly and I was going to ask you guys how you felt about Luke's apology because in that moment I wanted to believe him but he also wasn't owning up to anything that he had done actions speak louder than words so if we can see him change great and if he doesn't meh yeah like some Fuck you, man. (laughs) Right. Some part of his bad brain like knows he should feel remorse for the things he did. But he also thinks that he was right. Yeah. And deeply holds those beliefs. So he's like, okay, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to apologize. But I'm not going to say that I did anything wrong. And it's like, well, those are directly conflicting with each other, man. Mm -hmm. Like you, you can't be both. And then he just eventually bailed. Connor... I like Connor. I, I always kind of thought he was interesting. I think he's just a more stretched out Peter if you substitute like baseball for planes. Mm. And it's like, why not? Why not give Connor a chance? But he's just too stretched out and kind of like has a boy's face. I think he has uh, some deeper elements maybe than Peter. I maybe. mean, I mean, I'll never forget the post-it notes around the apartment. Which one was that? Connor. He went to her house when she was sick and then he wrote post-it notes oh, them right. all over her apartment. That's super nice. I'll never forget that. And I will always look at that as the level... <laughs> Of love. Okay. <laughs> <good>. <laughs> we also, well, I think the best part about Connor, like the best thing that we got out of this interaction between Luke and Connor was Luke's face when he realized that uh, Connor was not going to continue on yes. uh, complimenting, complimenting yes. him. Yeah. He, ha- he has, I'm someone saying nice things about me face and he's like, yes, this is good. I'm liking this. And then it turns and he's like, wait, no. <laughs> oh, hang on. It was like literally like an upside down smile. Like his smile like directly turned upside down. You know what? It was exactly what Hannah's face was when he was like, let's talk about sex. And she had a huge smile and she was like, okay. And then he was like, now let's say you've had sex. <laughs> it turns into an immediate um guys who do you think was auditioning to be the bachelor during this mentel all Mm. mike yeah mike 100 percent. do you think connor was a little bit hannah was about as far back as he was maybe not quite as yeah connor didn't have the juice that hannah did even in hannah got a decent amount of screen time even for the like seventh, seventh place finisher or whatever she was i think mike was auditioning but also like i i do think he's that level of corny i think he just is i think he's a genuine guy and the the corny things that come out of his mouth aren't meant to be lines or like slick or anything i just think he that is intrinsically who he is yeah i loved that his and hannah's little moments being like i'm a big fan of you no i'm a big fan of you it was sweet yeah (laughs) don't apologize 
Don't apologize. A lot of that. I mean, I think he's a decent dude. I think he'd be a pretty boring bachelor. I want it to be Tyler C. Like, it should be I Tyler. I agree. Everyone is, like, saying Mike should be the bachelor. Mike should be the... I'm like, it's, I just find him... He's going to be boring because he's yeah. going to say all the right things. Yeah. I, I don't want that. I, I don't want a bachelor fun. saying all the right things. Right. I, I think Tyler should be bachelor because I'm curious to see what... Gigi Hadid be a contestant. Of course. To see oh, Gigi. Um, wow. But to witness what it does to the women in the house. Yeah. Like I think like it, like primal f- instincts are going to come out of these women. Like I think it's going to be, it ha- it will be the most dramatic season we've ever seen. Can, wow. do we think that is Tyler really that attractive? If you saw a picture <laughs> of Tyler, just a picture like, of him. Like, I know I want to go through it I want to go through it because (laughs) Nick Nick Vial took offense to how everybody loves Tyler so much and it was like he's just a guy like I don't get it yeah Nick was a curly headed loser when he first came on the no 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 I think it's like probably because Nick is very attractive this is probably the first guy to come along that Nick's like fuck yeah Yeah. he rivals Nick I I think his his aura I'm very attracted to it I think obviously great body I love his like, uh, like settle down now, like that kind of thing or behave girl, like that kind of stuff is very cool. I think him having the right opinions on like, you know, respecting her wishes was great. Not that really he had an, another choice. He's on national television. That's probably the, the only path he had to go down. He's a reasonably smart guy. But I wonder if you take, you strip all those things away when you were looking at the bios at the beginning of the season. Did you look at him and were like, that's obviously the hottest guy I've ever seen? Uh-huh. You did, really? Yeah, I really oh, did. okay. Here's the thing. Well, I in- <laughs> I mean, that's very good. Yes, I'm going to show I'm showing, I'm showing like a picture <laughs> of Tyler with a cardigan half on, half <laughs> off. Ooh, little tease, Connor. Or, uh, call him Connor. Not, <laughs> a, not that much of a tease. That's a lot of body. I just it's more need, body than cardigan. I just need you to look me in the eyes and tell me that's not attractive. I, look, I'm, I look, and I don't know why I'm framing myself this way, but can't. I'm very pro Tyler. I'm pro Tyler is attractive. I'm pro Tyler is a very good guy. I'm pro Tyler masturbation, horned up, thinking about him all the time. I'm all about it. But I do think that the the whole pat there's become a mystique around Tyler that if you actually were with him and looked at his face from like up close, you'd be like, oh, it was kind of like just kind of boyish, like man face. No, and, okay. and I think he actually does like have it all. I think, face. I think I understand what you're saying. Okay. Like if I don't. you should. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> you started that sentence. You're I like, know where is it going to end? Wait, yeah. what are facts? I've what just are come to. Okay, things buttons. I'm certain of. All right. <laughs> so if you strip away the essence of Tyler, like the the sexy voice, like the great personality, the fun dancing, the, the dancing is great. I'm a I'm a professional dancer myself, so mm. I respond to it. <laughs> sure, sure. I've bar mitzvah danced, okay, so yeah. that counts. No, oh, I I've seen you in action. I saw your adult bar mitzvah a few years ago. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, what fun! Oh, what fun! <laughs> um, but if you take all of that away, and you're just saying just. If you're just like, yeah. if you were put him in a, if you were to put Tyler in a glass case and mm-hmm. look at him aesthetically, would he be like the best that we've seen? Like, would he be Brad, Brad Pitt level? Yes. Hot? Yes. Um, yes. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also, the thing, the, here's what I find hot about him. Like, if I'm just looking at yeah. him, the line in his face. You like the line, the very he symmetrical. Does, he does a hat and he does a half smile. I also like the flow of his hair. I'm not a fan of the shaved in part. I know a lot of men do that. Mm-hmm. It's not my thing. Do it. Um, the crooked <laughs> tooth. 
the crystal blue eyes, like it's almost like what makes him imperfect is what makes him like gutterly hot. <laughs> okay. I love that. You love him for his imperfections. Uh, That's yeah. true love. <laughs> that is true love. Yeah. Hear that, Gigi Hadid? <laughs> <laughs> Dumb bitch. Just kidding. Oh, my God. that was Imagine, uh, imagining that. Gigi Hadid in Jupiter, Florida would be really funny. I'm just seeing how <laughs> that would Florida go. Jupiter, Florida is gorgeous. I had no idea Florida yeah. could be so pretty. Um, I have a question for you guys. If this was 1995. <laughs> okay. Kurt Cobain is still alive, I think. When I'm six years old in you're six years suburban old. Philadelphia. Maybe North 94 then. Okay, I'm five years old. Okay, you're fine. Philly's just lost um, <laughs> I'm j- I just can't remember when Kurt Cobain died. Okay, um, mid-90s. it's fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I think it's fine. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't think this is about Kurt Cobain. Would John Paul Jones be The Bachelor? <laughs> Based on what? Yeah, he looks like a Hanson brother. Or would Kurt Cobain be The Bachelor? <laughs> if he's still If he's still alive. <laughs> Now I'm interested. Uh, All right, now I'm pretty torn. (laughs) I think I think JPJ could be in it. I think I was surprised by how much screen time they gave him, and I do think in in the tell-all, I do think that some of that was for paradise paradise purposes of like go see this guy in paradise. Yeah, he's he plays a big role as we saw from the promo, which I'm so excited about. I'm very excited about paradise. And also, I just think because the Luke of it all was so heavy, they Mm -hmm. were like. They needed to lighten it Here's up a, a little fun bit. Guy. Yeah. It was weird. I didn't feel like over the course of the season that we saw any of that, though. You know? Yeah, the, we, we saw him like freak out during the pregnancy. Which was fun, mm-hmm. but I didn't I didn't I really didn't think there was much there. And like saying like, oh, he he had the most fun we've ever seen on the show. And I was like, well, I, I didn't see any of that. I don't think that he had it with Hannah. So we only saw his moments with Hannah. With I think guys. he had it with all the guys. And yeah. I think all these guys had the most fun they've ever had hanging out together in this house. They all, this was, this mental all was like, okay. Like it was great to see Hannah. It was, you know, great to see like people stand up for her and her stand up for herself. Mm -hmm. But it was like, for the most part, they're all just like bros that were all probably like, I don't know, going to Chili's after. (laughs) I bet they went to Chili's after. (laughs) What's the closest Chili's to the ABC lot where they recorded this? Um, Oh, actually, I, I mean, like Irvine. I don't think there is a Chili's. Single Chili's is. Yeah, it would be one like an Irvine. I loved him when he Torrance. told Hannah to n- stop telling him what to do. Like that was so fun. Yeah, <laughs> told what to do, Hannah. I, yeah, I, I just think, think I these guys s- are all best friends. I, I and I could see. Yeah, I, your point being, he's very like kind of classically attractive, almost in a um. Oh, what was that movie? I think Brink? Hugh Jackman yeah. comes back from like the medieval times. Something and something. Oh, Kate and Leopold. Kate and Leopold. And almost like a Kate and Leopold way, <laughs> mm-hmm. you could see John Paul Jones like be, being brought up from it. I'm proud of you for knowing that. <laughs> Thank you. Give us a recap later. Um, like after the show. Recap. Just him stepping out of a window and being like, I'm from 1742 in he, England. He could be from 1742 or he could be from like, to me, he's so 90s heartthrob. Yeah. Like yeah. JTT, Eric Von Detten. Like it looks like he came straight out of like a 90, like he's like coming off a skateboard. Yes. And like sipping a Coke. <laughs> sipping a Coke. Wow. Um, You know what I just thought of, which was like a, like a parallel for me. So Chris Souls, the season that Caitlin Bristow came out of, his season was so fun as the bachelor and i and like he was 
kind of like a bland, boring guy going into it. They, like he was sweet on Andy's season, but there was nothing like super fun or spectacular about him. But all the season, his season was so much fun to watch. And all of those girls were best friends with one common enemy in the house. Mm-hmm. And that's like the same thing with this one. It's like all these guys are just like best friends. So, like I think there is a level of like when they're having fun and feeling good in the house, like then they're going to be the be- their best selves when they're like on these dates. Because if your home life's good, social life can get good. Your love life can get good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree with that. It's just um, a parallel I wanted to point out. Common enemy in really any workplace, because this is at for some on some level a workplace for them, which yeah. is which is pretty That's bizarre. So true. It um, really helps. We don't have a common enemy at a workplace. Do you think it's me? It could be. Yeah. <laughs> if Elise, do, are you worried that Annalise, whatever her name is? <laughs> are you worried yeah. that if we're Luke to be or we're Tyler to be the Bachelor, mm-hmm. which is something that I want, Same. that there would be an oversaturation, and he is perfect as we see him now. And we should leave it at that. Yeah. Yes. I do think about that a lot. I do. Because we're going to see him not be perfect to women. Not to say that he's going to be rude or disrespectful or mean, but we're going to have to see him rip people's hearts out of their chest. And that's just no one looks good doing that. Yeah. I also think like we've already sort of seen pokes in Tyler and I keep getting criticized for being a little hard on him, but like the, he is not a perfect person and he doesn't seem that into Hannah. <laughs> and there's well, no he way was he's like, not a he took to like t- talk, bring up Luke's height one episode. That was hard on, that was hard. Oh, no, I didn't mind that at all. Not even a little bit. Once you, once you, once some guy's proven to be a total piece of shit, it's all fair game. It has to be. But the, like he is making Luke look sympathetic and that's the last thing on earth that you want. Sure. But even, I think even, uh, 16 on one as it was against Luke for most of the season kind of makes Luke sympathetic just from yeah. a visual standpoint. It was it like, really man, that everybody's one against moment this guy. with Tyler was not the first moment that I felt sympathy towards Luke. Yeah, I agree. It wasn't the first time that I had felt sympathy towards Luke either. I just like I wanted more <laughs> of somebody that I idealized. Sure. I feel like I treat Tyler the same way that like Luke treats Hannah. Sure. <laughs> Like, yeah. why can't you fit my perfect yeah, version? Be yes, be in my glass box. <laughs> <laughs> I do think I, I do think that I like I know I, I've loved Hannah this season, especially the last few episodes. And so I, maybe it's changing. And I, I did like Jojo and I liked Rachel. So maybe it's different for the Bachelor versus Bachelorette. But I, I feel like I like when I don't like who the Bachelor is. Mm-hmm. And so like I the d- Juan Pablo. Oh, you weren't you weren't around for Juan Pablo. I wasn't around for Juan Pablo, but I romanticize it did you in, like in nick, stories from my elders <laughs> did you like nick Viall? no and that was a good season yeah yeah um and i didn't like ari ari didn't ari was just nothing mm. yeah and i wonder if maybe a mike type would be i don't think he'd ever be seen as a bad guy i do think it'd be cool to have a black bachelor as the first time yeah. um yeah totally i am um, but i think it'd be it'd be he'd be bland enough to make allow me to dislike it I really didn't like Colton and I loved Colton season and going into it. I had this, like, I cannot believe I have to watch this season. Mm -hmm. Like I had like a sick feeling about it. They hit the version stuff very hard. It wasn't just that. I think it did feel what you were saying earlier. Like they're reverting back to their like perfect little Christian boy. 
and he and watching his meltdown on paradise was so hard for me to be like to, to try to believe this guy is going to be able to actually find love and i'm still not totally convinced that it worked for him no, like it didn't. and i i i went into that season truly like feeling like i wanted to throw up like like episode one i was like gosh darn it <laughs> but i loved his season i yeah. loved every minute of it i did too um I don't know. Do you guys, we talked about it a little bit in the beginning, but how did you feel about Hannah and how she came out and how she reacted with the guys at the end? Sweet. I didn't need her little, like I'd like to apologize to America for having to see Luke on your screen every week. Hmm. Like, did you appreciate it though? I guess I felt nothing towards it. Really? How did you feel about it? I it sounds like you have an opinion. No, I really don't. I, I could put myself <laughs> in her shoes as you're watching mm. it and being like, because because America's watching it being like, OK, here's the villain. He'll be out in yeah, a week or and two. Especially now that we know that it was her fault that he kept around. Producers wanted yeah. to send him home. So she he probably so, did feel the weight of exactly. it. Exactly. So she's probably like, everyone thinks he'll be gone soon. I kept him to the final four. <laughs> fuck, fuck. And people are and her just I, was, I just imagining her like sort of sinking in her couch being like, I have eight more <laughs> weeks of this. <laughs> and I feel why you'd want to like yeah, issue that's that a good point. statement. And I. Not that she needed to or something, but I, I get why she did. And I thought that I think she's just over the course of the season, she's just become more winning as a as a person. Oh, and yeah. I, just really I love root, her root for the girl. Um, You know, when I was that young, I don't <laughs> think I had the emotional intelligence. Yeah. She had. But it really is shocking to see because um, this, you know, we've talked about this this season. This is her first job ever. <laughs> like, like it is like her first paycheck is mm-hmm. $200,000 to be the bachelorette. Maybe mm-hmm. more. I don't know. Mine was Rita's water ice for <laughs> yeah. probably like five fifty yeah. an hour. Yeah, I worked at five guys. Uh, <laughs> Similar deal. I worked at good nose. Do you remember that place? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Philly. Amazing. What up? Um, but yeah, it, sh- it is really inspirational to see her just, like be able to speak to who she is and speak so confidently about her feelings. I think it is really inspirational and I think she's such a good example. I still so happy she's Miss Alabama. I agree. I think she's still and I think she's doing everything right. Like she's truly doing everything right and she's living her life exactly like so authentically and that's what's so special about her. But she does still feel young to me and her taste seems young and what she expects she what she says what she wants from a relationship and what she actually accepts from men still feels a little bit disconnected well yeah i mean jed yeah and, I, I mean not even just like knowing knowing what we know now like that he has a girlfriend or, or had this girlfriend or whatever but she isn't accepting things from the other guys that she's accepting from jed like the fact that he was like i need to know like i question your character because Luke P is still around and she was like, that's fair. Like I, you, if any other guy had said that to her. I, I get it though. And I like Hannah, but I would, that would have me spiraling out for sure. Like he's a, he's a really bad guy. Yeah, but we other guys have literally asked her the same thing and she got mad at that. No, totally. And I, and I, I feel, I feel she even said it on tell all. She was like, I wish you guys had said certain things and they're like, yeah, we tried to, we didn't want to. And she's like, yeah, because I was telling you guys to shut up about it. But yeah, like, I wish yeah, you had told yeah. me this thing or that they, thing. They were literally like, we were scared. <laughs> um, yeah. Like he is actually violent. <laughs> but the thing that makes it different with Jet is that we have the context and right. we know now that 
he's a complete hypocrite and he got so worked up when he might be the most insidious because he has a freaking girlfriend at home and he's playing everybody. He might seriously be worse than Luke. I mean, I think I think a liar is a product of like of we saw every single person in his life telling him he was perfect and amazing and you can do no wrong and every like, you know, just whatever. And then Jed knowing like just knowingly did something wrong and ran with it. I don't like Jed. I'm not a Jed fan. I don't like his dumb face. I don't like his guitar playing. Do you like his music? No. Do you, what do you think about his hair? Not a fan. <laughs> I don't but like his beard. Or not his suit. D- definitely. Like he his wore beard. the nastiest brown, very suit. Very bad brown. Nastiest suit. I'm sorry. I no. had to say. I'm sorry. We should be picking apart his appearance. That's he okay. is objectively attractive. No, you yeah. go on the reality television, you get your appearance picked apart. That's part of the game. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you're on TV. Step it up. And get if you're five eight, then you're five fucking eight. Get a gray suit, slim fit. Or what does he think just he's keep doing? Passing around a salmon blazer. <laughs> so I don't. Yeah, but I don't think it's a big deal if someone has a girlfriend when they go on The Bachelor. I don't. She's dating 28 other guys. It's a reality show. It's it's the craziest thing of all time that you think that you could actually legitimately find love on this show. And if it somehow happens, then you're like, oh, fuck. I didn't think this was going to happen. I didn't think I was going to last this long. I didn't think it was going to be that good. I guess I'll just roll with it and then deal with the consequences later because I really do care about this person. I And I think that's probably what happened. I do think he got swept up on it. And like I done, definitely do think he is falling for her. But if you know that what you're... And I also agree with you. Like I actually don't think it's that big of a deal that he has a girlfriend. I think the thing that bugs me about Jed is that he's doing something deceitful. Even though it's like, okay, everyone live your life. You're presenting a certain way that you're not like we have to like we have to agree that that's something the truth. And if you know that you're presenting deceitfully, you can't be on. You can't be the moral police. Don't pass judgment. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's Um, where he's really getting to me. Actually, so I I'm also not totally against you guys and saying like not a big deal. The girlfriend. Two things. One, he presented himself as the pillar of honesty when he said I came onto the show for my music career so in that moment he was like here's me being totally honest and true and real and he left out the second half yeah which I get because he was like he I want to be a little was, honest but not fully honest and it was gonna and he said it was gonna help both of their yeah, music careers it's like so, when I say I want to I, I fart sometimes but I don't <laughs> tell everybody every time I fart because sometimes they blame it on the dog right <laughs> totally it's exactly like that and then also mm-hmm. the big thing is I agree with everything you guys said about the girlfriend that yeah he could have gotten swept up in it. We don't doubt his feelings for Hannah. He, it seems very genuine. But he went back and instead of telling the girl it's over, he never said a word to her. And then they ran. Do, do we know that for a fact? I, that's what she said on two interviews. One with Lauren Zima, one with Bobby Bones. He never said a word to her, but he, he uh, they ran into each other in Nashville and she went up to him and she said, hey. And he was like, oh, hey, how are you? Like nothing had ever happened. I'd be interested to just hear. I would love to see a podcast with both of them so they can oh, ar- argue it love. out. To just get, the, to get what the truth of it is. Get them in a Do, room together. Is it, is it the bathroom? Okay. Here's a here's a hypothetical. Okay. If So I'm currently watching season four of Vanderpump Rules. Oh, great. You are so season. lucky. Yeah. Oh, and everyone should go So <laughs> say Lala comes in it's her first season mm-hmm. and she's 
she wants to get on the show. Say she has a boyfriend in New York, whatever. Mm-hmm. She gets on the show. Look, I'm going to flirt with Jax. I'm going to get a bunch of screen time. It's going to help my career, blah, blah, blah. And then she does it. And then she's like, oh, I actually want to fuck Jax. I want to fuck James or whatever it is. Um, All and, from the mouths of babes. Yeah. <laughs> then, like, is that... Is that do you buy that? Is that is it the fact that you're going on a show like The Bachelor where the like you the still you're still paying lip service to the idea of finding love? Yeah, it's that you're you're adhering to the conceit of the show. Like because everyone's when you sort of sign buying up into for the, the show. Premise. You sign up on being on board with an engagement. I mean, you do. That is the supposed to be the end of the show. We've had a few shakeups and they've been great, but I mean that ultimately is it. You're like, yeah, I'm open to getting engaged to a person. And even if the even if the kind of person is a is so clearly promoting their brand like the waboom guy or whatever what do you mean or like the person like the person that dresses up like a chicken or the dresses up like a a, a, a shark like that person's there to make promote a statement make an business. entrance well, everyone is at this point but, everyone is right so i think i think it's being a slightly idealistic even if you think like look there's 28 guys is it 28 30 uh, i think I she know. started with 30 then Maybe there's two guys in there that she could, if if the circumstances are right, like legitimately be a good match with and timing is good and everything. Sure. But everybody else is like, I'm here for my brand. I'm here for my music or modeling or to prove it. I matter to my mom, like but, whatever it is. Like but, there's a lot of people there that aren't there for the right reasons. And, and Jed has, again, I don't like the guy. I don't give right, a shit. Of course. But <laughs> the show, the premise of the show is like very flimsy in that sense. And, and I, I think it's, I, you know, forgot where I was going to go at the end of the sentence. No, you're, what you're saying. Which happens, Luke. (laughs) Just own it. (laughs) (laughs) What you're saying is correct. I had a counterpoint, but now I forgot it. My bad. Uh, I I, I don't know why I'm defending the wrong people. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. If you like, so Peter had a girlfriend, he was dating her for a few months. He had the opportunity and he broke it off. He clearly didn't like that girl this month, Mm -hmm. that much. You are when you are in a relationship going on to the show, you are making the choice. Okay, do I care more about like my brand and the potential of what could happen? And I'm definitely going to have to like make out with this person or do something, whatever. Or do I like care more about this person in front of me? Like you do have to make that choice. And of course, I think nine times out of 10, people are going to pick themselves because you should always pick yourself first. But he got he chose both. He chose both. Yeah. And, and he wasn't, and at least per job. her account, he wasn't upfront about it uh, on the backside either. R- to our knowledge, he did not tell right. her. Right, and I think That's we'll all we know. know more after next week because, like, yeah. obviously, this is something that Chris Harrison's going to want to talk about. Yeah. Um. Again, I sort of so excited. For I this. I really I think the biggest thing that he did wrong, and I and I really do agree with your with mm-hmm. your point because Han is dating a bunch of other people, and if it's a two way street, like. Mm-hmm. I mean, if for all intents and purposes, like people should be like hooking up with crew, <laughs> you know, uh, don't I would love to see more of that. By the way. <laughs> oh, amazing. my God. I th- I know. I would love to see that. Uh, would yeah. you accept this rose? No, I'm fucking the grip. Like, I just want <laughs> I want that conversation. You know, all those grips are super. Fuckable. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I, I think really where it just loses me is if like you can't throw stones in glass houses. Yeah, I hear that. And that's yeah. that's what I I think that's what set me over the edge with Luke. Like you can't Jed. talk down just Jed. You can't talk down to somebody when you're not when you're making wrong doing the same thing. Like objectively mm-hmm. bad decisions for yourself. Yeah, I agree. What if it was paradise? 
what if you went on paradise with with uh, a girlfriend? They said, "Hey, I'm going to go on paradise. I'll make up a couple of girls, and then I'll come back to you." I think if he ends up leaving paradise without somebody, well, I I think a lot of it comes down to what he chooses to do after the show. And right now, what we know he's done is pretend that it never happened. Yeah, which I think- makes me think. She Hannah picks. He's him. certainly not an upfront guy, and I think the throwing stones in the glass houses is is absolutely a, a, yeah. a worthy uh, point of discussion. Um, I just I do I guess I think that I'm always every time I come on here we talk about like the philosophy of the show of sure. like paying lip service like is well, how really into it are you and how much mm-hmm. do you have to the the balance between. We want people to be villains and be self-aware, but also we don't. We want like a little bit of like, oh, they actually do love each other. And this this like miracle happened with these two people in this horrible circumstance to find love. And it, and it's it's constantly going with that push and pull. And I guess I don't want to if, if there's so much. There's so pregnant pause. Uh, if there's so much like I lost it again. Will you power? If, OK, I, I, I think I'm following. So like say he actually uh, uh, like with all of these all against all odds yes. ends up falling for this girl. Yes. Does that take away from their connection? Like, or like if, if you, cause like there's all of these variables that play into it, mm-hmm. but if is does that make their relationship any less authentic? Is yes, that what you're saying? If he lied to her. That sounds good to me. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where I was going, but sounds like a point and I'll jump on board. But if he lied to her, then yes. It does like I don't think it makes like their feelings wrong or inauthentic. But if he is lying and if he I I'm pretty sure I haven't read spoilers. I'm pretty sure Hannah picks him because this girl spoke out because uh, he ghosted her after the thing. Like if Hannah dumped him, he'd just go back to his girlfriend and they'd be together. I'm pretty sure she picks him. Maybe. So if he is lying, if he's omitting this thing and he they leave the show and he never tells Hannah that he had a girlfriend Mm -hmm. and he was planning on going back to her then yes it's wrong so it's she's all that style if it starts as a bet then (laughs) she's all that rules yeah she's all that rules okay which are the rules I live by okay so I have a bigger question no (laughs) and then we can talk and then we can end it (laughs) and this is a question to you Mike because uh, I'm a man. Yeah, you're a man. Oh no, no, man. Tell <laughs> all. Man, man needs to tell all. No, because you you're posing this argument. Do you feel in your soul mm-hmm. as you look inward? Oh my god, <laughs> which yeah. I do often. Uh, I yes, uh, we all do. Uh, the three <laughs> the three people sitting at this table <laughs> do. Um, do you think Jed is genuinely into Hannah? In love, with like Hannah. in love with her. I think that he thinks that he is. Okay. I think the circumstances of the show, there's such a clear like prize, a win at the end of it, and you're like, I want it, I want that thing. I think with a little separation, he might not be, he might be, but I think that I don't think that he is at this point hanging around like for for brand stuff or for whatever. I think he has whether it's he's really done it or he's convinced himself that he is in love with Hannah and would absolutely get engaged at the end of this. But it's interesting because she was gonna kick him off. In, in the last episode, the, when she kept both those guys. 
Yeah, I know. It's I know. I'm really excited to see what happens. And I real I can't wait for her to like roll down that hill at, in her like gown when she's on her way to get engaged. That's really good when she she slipped and fell. Yeah. <laughs> she's like good. open the car door please and then she just rolls down a hill and like sits and cries. <laughs> I love it. I love her. That's how I, I feel when I'm like too. so emotional. I'm just like so I'm not even wait. gonna try to walk out of the car. It's gonna be a great finale. I so, can't wait. So you think, Sarah? You think it's? I think it's Jed. Jed. I don't know how she's gonna pick him, but I think it's Jed from Alex? context. Clues. I, I hope that it's Peter, and that's kind of where I just want to sit for now. I think it's Peter. I think he's the right amount of bland. Mm-hmm. He's the right amount. You can. It's a choose your own adventure. You can imagine whatever thought that he has in there because nothing's in there. But you can. You can imbue that sense of it yourself, and project I think that he's your own relationship. absolutely project your own relationship with with Peter the pilot. <laughs> I love that. I uh, think of all the air miles <laughs> um, with Delta, no less. Lucky is he Delta? He is. Oh wow! Is he a professional? Like he does? He's like, a commercial pilot. Yeah, wow. airline pilot for Delta. If I had a twenty-seven-year-old pilot, I'd be like freaked out. Why? I'd be like, you don't know. Their I eyesight wouldn't trust. is probably much better. I guess. I if yeah okay. <laughs> I would in my mind I'm like hey, that guy's fucking around. Mm. I don't know. Well, we don't. He should be a co-pilot. I like, need I don't, a. I don't if, know the hierarchy. I need a 45 year old mustached man or woman. Just mustached but I need I need woman. someone. They need to be 45 and they need to be of a mustache. Gender doesn't matter to me. <laughs> yeah, because the mustache. Because it's 2019, authority. man. Uh, yeah, I need some. And women can get mustaches. <laughs> That's right. Oh, what's that? Let's close out on that quote. I love it. Mike, thank you so much for being here. You are truly such an incredible guest. Guys. Um, for <laughs> our uh, basketball crossover fans, when can they check out Right Ricky Sanchez? Whenever they want. The Right Ricky Sanchez podcast available on uh, iTunes or whatever. Um, and uh, coming to the NBC this fall, Perfect Harmony, starring Bradley Whitford and Anna Camp. Hell yeah. Mike's a writer on that show. And it looks so freaking good. Yeah. It's funny. It's a great show. Very oh. sweet. Very sweet. Come on. All right. Well, next week, I, I believe this episode will premiere on Thursday or next week's episode will will be back on Thursday um, because it's a Monday, Tuesday night event. Big oh, deal. It always is. Two night event. And then we're into paradise and it's most of my week. <laughs> oh, I know. I always I literally said to somebody this week, they were like, they wanted to like go do a, an open mic and I was like, here's the thing. Paradise is starting and it's my busiest time of year. <laughs> it's like your tax season. <laughs> All right, guys, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Campfire.